0: My name is Terry Glenn Harris, author, speaker, coach, and you, you are now locked in to Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. Now let's work. We are back at it again, another episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast, and I just want to take a moment just to thank everybody who has been tuning in episode after episode and for all the feedback that you have been providing me. I appreciate it. I read the email and everything. I see the comments on social media, and I'm grateful, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iTunes. Uh, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you're listening, I'm truly grateful. And I thank you for listening uh, episode after episode. So this episode is entitled, We Talking About Practice. And when, when we say we talking about practice, it's not a statement. It's a question mark. So it's more so we talking about practice? Like, yeah, we, we talking about practice. <laughs> um, so here we go. Uh yes, we are talking about practice. So there is a former NBA All-Star, now NBA Hall of Famer, um, a player who changed the game from his hairstyle to his player accessories to his tattoos to his undeniably unstoppable crossover. Some of you might have already guessed who I was talking about, but for those of you who don't yet know who I'm talking about, I'm speaking of the 11-time NBA All-Star, two-time All-Star MVP. Some call him the question, some call him the answer, some call him Bubba, um, but to most, he is known as Allen Iverson. So, Iverson got into some trouble regarding his neglect for practice and how it was hurting his team and ultimately how it began to hurt his career. And it came to a point where the team management began discussing possible trades. They basically wanted him out of Philadelphia and they kind of wanted to say, let him be somebody else's problem. And it got to a point that an entire press conference was held to discuss Iverson's neglect of practice, you know, his neglect of practicing the thing that he loved so much and that he even loves today, which is the sport of basketball. Um, now, you know, Iverson has started a number of trends in the NBA. he, you know is most known for the cornrows you know all the guys began to rock cornrows aka braids you know the people who wanted to be like Irison I, I even had my share of cornrows not because anybody else had them but because Allen the Anti Irison popularized cornrows he popularized the crossover to the point where his commercials for his sneakers was him doing his crossovers in slow motion, and still nobody could stop the crossover. So why wouldn't he want to go and practice the thing that made him so great? Um, But at the time of this press conference, none of his great accomplishments even matter. None of the times that he'd been an NBA all-star, none of the times he'd been an all-star MVP, none of the things he'd done for his community, all that was being focused on was the fact that he was neglecting the one thing that helped him reach this level of success and the one thing that could help him reach even new heights in his career. We talking about practice. So here's a clip of that interview where Iverson is sitting there with the media
1: talking about practice. Listen to this clip and I'll be right back. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player and we in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Not a game, not, a, not, a, not the game that I go out there and, and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. We're talking about practice, man. I mean, how silly is that, man? We're talking about practice. I know I'm supposed to be there. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I know that. And I'm not, I'm not shoving it aside, you know, like it don't mean anything. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice. Can, can we talking about practice, man. <laughs> we talking about practice. We talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We talking about practice, man. When you come in the arena and you see me play, you see me play, don't you? Absolutely. You see me give everything I got, right? Absolutely. But we talking about practice right now. We talking about practice man i look i hear you i it's funny to me too and I, I mean it's strange it's strange to me too but we talking about practice man we're not even talking about the game the actual game is when it matters, matters. we're talking about practice alan, is
0: it possible though that from where he's coming from
1: yeah that there was
0: alan irison as he discussed his frustration i'm pretty sure you could hear it in his voice of you know the fact that a whole press conference had been held about practice and about him not showing up to practice. But when we think about it, practice is important in every single thing we do. And if we have something that we plan to take serious, we need to show up for practice because after all, practice helps make us better. Um, No matter what it is you do, it's important to practice. If you're a car salesperson, you need to practice the pitch of selling the car. You need to let the person buying the car know why they need the car. You need to let them know how great they look in the car, how great the seats feel as they're sitting there you need to say things like oh you know can you feel how the seat is kind of hugging you yeah those are called captain's chairs and go ahead and hit the um the button and start up the vehicle and then when the vehicle starts you're like yeah you hear how it purrs nice and quiet and then when they hit the gas you hear the roar you know making them feel like the car is already there is even though they haven't gone and apply for a loan or anything like that, you're already starting to make them feel like they own it, like it's there, so it'll be that much easier when it's time to have them apply for the loan or when it's time to have them write the check to get the money for the vehicle. You, as the salesperson, you have to practice it. You can't just show up and be like, oh, yeah, so it has um, Apple Play. and I already know all that. I need you to sell me on this vehicle. And a great salesperson has a pitch. And every pitch is practiced. Just like if you sell homes, the first thing you're going to do about selling homes is learn the school district. Learn how good the school district is. Learn the neighborhood. And then practice the pitch of Telling them about the school district, telling that potential home buyer about the neighborhood, telling them about the in-ground heated pool or the three-car garage or the extra bonus room or the office, things of that nature. You need to be able to sell the person on whatever it is you're selling. If you're a barista, you want to be sure you make each customer's drink enjoyable. So that they keep coming back and then eventually they come back and they look for you every time they come back because you are making their day by making them that awesome beverage. So you need to practice making those drinks. Now, some of you might be thinking, what's your point, Terry? Well, I don't believe in perfection because if we're perfect, there's no more room for growth. And as long as we're living and as long as we're breathing, we need to be growing. However, we should continuously strive to be better today than we were yesterday, better tomorrow than we are today, and further along next year than where we are right now this year. After all, that's why so many of us make New Year resolutions, right? And one of the best ways to achieve this is through practice. Practice, 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 practice. You have to practice no matter what it is you do. You have to practice. Teachers, when they go in, before they go into the classrooms, they go over their lesson plans. That's practicing the lesson plan. Pilots, before they are able to or allowed to fly a plane, they go to school and they practice. Doctors, before they're able to cut you open, they go to school. They practice on frogs and they practice on goat hearts and things of that nature. They practice practice. I don't know about you, but I don't want anyone cutting on me who has not practiced cutting first. If you want to be the best, you have to practice. And that's my only point in this entire episode. I'm just going to talk to you about practice the entire episode, but I promise to make some very valid points and I promise that you'll enjoy it. See, I have the privilege of being friends with the guy who owns his own boutique. And within the boutique, you'll find fine clothing, all designed by him. Everything from T-shirts to sweats and beautiful gowns. I mean gowns that that are worthy of the most elite runways in the world. Gowns that he hand sews with a needle and thread and a sewing machine. Gowns that are in such demand that if you need one, for this December, you probably should have ordered it last December because he's probably booked. And I'm not just saying that because I call him friend. I'm saying that because I see the progress from his practice with my own eyes. I have another friend who's been called to preach Uh, the word of God and aspires to one day pastor a church of his own. And maybe it's subconsciously, but I see him practicing now for the role through his interactions with people. He's, you know, taking the call seriously. He's passionate about it. So practicing isn't taxing for him. One of my goals is to lead keynote addresses and be mentioned among some of the greatest motivators, not necessarily because I'm looking for fame, um, but because I love to help people. I want to see everyone thrive, living their best life. So I practice my diction. I write speeches. I'm working on a number of certifications, and it's all worth it to me, the practice putting it in, it's worth it. If whatever you want to do or whatever you want to get out of life isn't worth practicing, you might as well stop it right now because you you want it for reasons that will one day fizzle away. Wanting something for a trend is a waste of time because just like time, trends fade. Just ask the Jerry Curl. And if you don't know what the Jericho is, just Google it. You'll find out quickly why that fizzled away. Um, then I've got another friend who I served with in the Air Force, and I'm grateful to still have him in my life as my friend. He's always had dreams of being in the music industry. So while we were together in the military, he practiced. We got out of the military, and he went to school to study the music business. Then he moved to Los Angeles. He practiced even more. And now he runs his own entertainment company, managing a soul singer who out of the gate released a song that will never leave the airwaves. A song that people get will get married to again and again. And you may be wondering how he got there. Well, I'll tell you how he got there through Practice the United States women's soccer team. They recently won the World Cup. A regulation-sized soccer field is 120 yards, where players run back and forth, up and down, for 90 minutes first of all you know how conditioned you have to be to run back you know how conditioned you got to be to run back and forth up and down five yards for 10 minutes let alone 120 yards for 90 minutes and after each 45 minute period of regulation the referee can then add additional minutes so they could be playing 110 120 plus you know, Minutes Per game. But these superstar athletes, which made up that championship team, would have never been able to pull off such a victory had it not been for their dedication to practicing, to owning their athleticism, their gift and their dedication to doing what they love. Had they not practiced, they would have lost probably before they they even started thinking about World Cup, they, they wouldn't have even been there because they didn't practice, they're fatigued, they lost. But they did practice. They did not get fatigued. They did not give up, and they won. If you truly love, if you truly want to be and do what you love, you know that you know becoming great requires practice you know that practice requires time and you and I need to get ready to be willing to put in that time to practice, okay? Again, I don't believe in practice makes perfect because if you're perfect, you have no more room for growth. I believe practice makes you phenomenal. Failing to practice is failing to proceed. Uh, Failing to practice is Failing to use your gifts properly. Failing to practice is failing to be better. And failing to practice is ultimately practicing to fail. Do you want to know again what I'm talking about? I'm talking about practice. Just do it, man. Just practice. Get up in the morning and practice. Before you go to bed at night, practice. On your lunch break, practice. In the middle of the day, practice. On your walk to the bus stop or on your walk to your car, Practice. If it means that much to you, you'll practice it. Um, too, many, uh, too many of us wake up and we wake up every morning or evening, depending on your work schedule. And it's wake, uh, waking up with disappointment, or we wake up with an attitude because we're upset that we have to report to a seat in a building at a job we can't stand. But we spend that eight, 10, 12 hour, um, depending on, you know, what your hours are, we spend it there doing nothing that furthers our personal agenda. And then what do we do? We go home, we watch TV, we play with the kids, we love on our spouses, we do laundry, um, and so on, and then we go to bed and still do. Nothing. You have to make some time in between. Absolutely go home, take care of your family, play with your children, love on your spouses. But when they go to bed, you need to stay up and you need to be doing something that is going to further your personal agenda. If you go to bed when the family goes to bed, well, maybe there's nothing extra you're trying to do, or maybe you don't care enough to put in that time and if that's how you feel that's what it is then cool but you can't wake up the next day with an attitude because you didn't do anything the day before or the night before to push yourself to get closer to that thing that you want to do um and again you can't get up the next day and be angry or get up the next day and be upset or get up the next day and have attitude because it's like what did you do what did you practice what did you write down? Did you do anything in the journal? Did you read anything in a book? Did you uh, try to gain another habit that gets you, you know, rid of the old habit? Did you get rid of that same old mindset? So it kind of goes, you know, same old attitude, same old mindset, same old habits. So we get the same old results. All right. Well, if you don't want the same old results, you have to change something. If you don't want the same old results, you have to do something. You have to practice something. Then and only then will you see and feel something different. So here's my charge to you pick up the journal and use it every day, every day some twice a day. I know me, I personally journal twice a day. I journal once in the morning and I journal once before bed. Me journaling once in the morning helps me dump anything that might be on my mind at that time. And me journaling once before bed helps me dump anything that might be on my mind in the evening and therefore affording me a good night's sleep. Okay? So journal. Start with once. If you can journal twice a day, by all means, go ahead and do that. Write your feelings down. Um, and perform a complete brain and emotional dump. It's healthy, and you'll feel good afterwards. After that, go back and read through the goals you wrote down before. You wrote those goals for a reason. So read back through them and see if you still love them. And if so, get back to them. You didn't write those goals for nothing. There was something in you burning at the time that you wrote those goals, and that's why you wrote it down. So get back to them. Find out what it's going to take in order to achieve those goals, and then get to work. Write yourself a plan. I said this back in January on the very first episode. Write yourself a plan. Make that thing as plain as day, and just get to it. Write yourself some steps. If you're not sure what steps you need to take, hey, there's a whole worldwide web out there. Google, um, you know, search that and make that thing happen. and make sure you show up for practice. Um, again, practice, practice, practice that thing because when you practice, you begin to take yourself more serious when you practice. You begin to build that muscle. If you're an athlete, you begin to, you know, build you know physical muscles. If you're a writer or a thinker or um, a speaker, you know, you begin to build brain muscle by reading certain books. That's how you practice by listening to speak speeches. That's how you practice by writing your own speeches. That's how you practice if you're. A musician, you practice by sitting down at that piano or by blowing into that flute or by, you know, strumming the strings on that guitar or by playing that violin. If you're a driver, you practice by getting in the car and driving. If you're a computer analyst, you practice by looking at different codes. Practice what it is that you love. Because when you're practicing it, it's kind of like, spending time with your spouse, for instance, my wife and I, our favorite movie is Brown sugar. Uh, we recently watched that movie on our around our anniversary and it was it was awesome. It was like come home, sit down, turn on brown sugar. I think I forget where we were eating, but we were eating something because we love to eat also. and we were watching that and that was that time that we spent together and it felt it felt great. It's the same thing with your goal. It's the same thing with practicing. You're spending time with what it is you love to do and who doesn't want to spend time with what they love, with who they love, doing what they love, right? So this was a shorter episode. Um I I I told you one point. Practice. Get to it. If you would like to purchase a copy of my book, Beyond the Coffee Table, you can do so by clicking on the link in the description of this episode or clicking on the link within the description of the entire podcast. Uh, if you'd like to follow me on social media, you can do so. I am on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Terry Glenn Harris. That's T E R R Y. G L E N H A R R I S. Um, You can follow me on all those social media platforms. And do me a favor, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, Leave me a comment. You know, I love to read the comments, um, but I do ask that you, whatever comment you leave, you just make it, you know, a constructive comment. If you'd like to book me, you can do so at Beyond the Coffee Table at Outlook.com. And the website is coming soon. So soon it won't be at Outlook or anything like that. It'll, you know, be a personal handle for my personal website. But if you need want to book me for you know a seminar or a coaching session or you know to come out and be a part of a panel, I would love to do that with you. Um, Again, that is beyond the coffee table at Outlook.com. And now I'm going to close this episode as I do all of my episodes. At this time, I want you to take this second, take this minute, take this hour, take this day, take this week, take this month, take what's left of this year, and be great. I love you all in real life. Peace. Don't story, you don't know matter.